to Just Us Thinking. I am your host, Michael. And I'm your co-host, Rebecca. And I'm your sound expert, Mikey. And we have a show today. We have uh, electric vehicles versus hybrids. Correct. And do you have a random news story? I have the random news story today. You do? Okay. Yeah, this could be interesting. <laughs> change things up. Well, no, we just, your brother's in town. Right. Um, so, and we did just do the episode with him, the NASA episode. Correct. One of my favorites, still top of the top of the line there. Okay. Uh, we also went to the zoo with him. We did, yeah. So we walked around the zoo. The Henry Dorley Zoo here is <laughs> is it Dorley? Henry Dorley, yes. Okay, Henry Dorley. I, I always mess that last <laughs> name up. Um, I love our zoo. Our zoo has a lot of good features, so it's great. Yeah, there was a lot of updates that we hadn't seen in, like, years, so... Yeah, we haven't been for a while, you know, pre-pandemic, so... Yeah, that's right. A lot of changes they've made, so... um, Now, I will warn everybody who's listening, if you hear any kind of construction noise in the background... My office is my office and new podcast studios is currently being built as mm-hmm. we speak. Yep. <laughs> uh, we have a uh, Bellevue fire fireman that's out there building it. So we'll tell you how he does here. But uh, no, my my news story is related to zoo. Okay. So the it is a Chinese zoo. So their statement that they post here is our bears are real. Uh, a Chinese zoo says. <laughs> Denying that they're humans in disguise. <laughs> did you hear about that? I think I did, yeah. So one of the bears, I guess, stood up and it had some wrinkles in the back. Yeah. And someone said, they took a picture of it and said, that's obviously a guy in a bear suit. <laughs> you know, well, here's the thing. Bears have wrinkles just like humans do. Yeah. So when they stand up in, and they stand up in a weird, you know, position, they're going to have, you know, they're going to have, you know, different, you know, marks on them, and they're going to have, you know, it's, it's going to look like their skin rolls together. Yeah, you're going to see their love handles, yeah. basically. <laughs> I, I mean, even the people with the flattest chest, when they sit upright or they lean back, you get get that, like, that lean look in the stomach. Yeah. But even those six-pack, if they kind of lean forward or they, like, bend down and touch their toes, it's going to look you're going to look like you have fat rolls there. I mean, I hate to say it, but, you know, even though they don't, it's it's going, you know, it's going to have a little bit of fat on them. So, yeah, so apparently bears, you know, bears are not bears. They're in people suits. In suits. <laughs> so they're denying it. They're saying that's not true. Um, I saw the picture. Yeah. It looked like a bear to me. <laughs> so... I just, I don't understand where people come up with half the stuff that they come up with nowadays. Like, really, you're... (laughs) Now, if the Chinese zoo said, nope, that's a real Bigfoot, I might call BS on that. Yeah. Um, But, no, I don't... I don't know, that's... (laughs) And I want to say it was a... Was it a... I'm trying to see what bear... It was a sun bear. And they're smaller bears is what it is, so... Yeah, I mean, a bear is not going to have a (laughs) six-pack. Sorry. (laughs) What do you expect? (laughs) And and are the bears, yeah, the bear cubs, are those kids in costume? Yeah. Well-trained kids, I tell you what. Can't, uh, them them Chinese really know how to control and and train them children. Oh, yeah. (laughs) 
<laughs> put him in a bear costume, Mikey. <laughs> you're you're pretty tall. I think we might get you in a Sasquatch outfit, get some pictures, and uh, we can prove the existence of Sasquatch. Yeah, there we go. Let's uh no. 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 So no, that's my news story. I thought that was kind of funny, especially on the back of going to the to the zoo here. Yeah, because so. um who yeah because we were just talking about that too, weren't we? Yeah, we were. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I think I said something to your your sister in law Lisa yeah. about that, and um, I all our animals looked real. Yeah, a hundred percent authentic. I mean, I didn't see any zippers or anything on any of the animals. Yeah, did you? No. I, mean, I was looking. Don't get me wrong. I was curious at that point. I'm like, um, well, the dinosaurs at the safari park might have been a little questionable. <laughs> Yeah. They moved on their own. They did. They were repairing the one that had like a hole in the the styrofoam there a little bit. Yeah, in the neck area. Yeah, it can't move, so I think it split and (laughs) sun. So, yeah, the the dinosaurs at the, what what was that that we were at? I think it's the Lee Simmons Wildlife Safari. Okay. So the dinosaurs in that are not real. (laughs) Not real. All the other animals are. Yeah. So... Just a caveat, the dinosaurs there are not real. I was a little disappointed going in there because I expected the big Jurassic Park game. Yeah, that would have been kind of cool. Yeah, that, that would have made that experience a little better. But it's still, I mean, we got pretty close to Buffalo. We did, yeah. So. You did? Oh, yeah. Why didn't I go to this? You well, were in was... school. I yeah, know, but y'all couldn't have waited for me? Life doesn't wait, kid. You're no. going to have to learn that. Life goes on. Whether you want to participate or not, life trucks forward. Time doesn't just stop when you do something. Our life, we don't turn off when you go to school. We, 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 we continue with our life. If you and really it, want to go, we'll take you on a weekend. But we'll hide you in the trunk. Right. <laughs> and you can come up once we get in the gates. Yeah, charges per person. So. Yeah. No, all right. So, no, that's our news story. But let's let's go back to our electric vehicles versus a hybrid. So, now I believe you have the Motor Trends top hybrids and EVs, right? Correct. Yeah. So, electric vehicles we're also going to refer to as EVs. Okay. Okay. So. Um, yeah, it looks like on this list, there were actually a lot of Toyotas and Kias. Um, I would say Honda came in. Um, there was some Hondas. I'm not sure if I pronounced that right. So what's the, what's, go down the list. What's the first vehicle you had? Um, so the first, the best combat compact combat vehicle yeah. they, they have combat electric vehicles they i do. might be sold now there you go changing one word to combat i'm in yeah no i'm sorry compact hybrid is a toyota rav4 oh you were doing hybrids first yeah okay. sorry no that's okay i i didn't know where we were starting um so yeah the toyota rav4 and number two is a kia sportage okay and then number three is the Honda CRV. Okay, so those are all the smaller SUV style. Correct. Yeah, um, I would say a Toyota Rav4 is probably comparable to my Ford Escape. 
Right, yeah. Um, that wasn't, I didn't see those on the list. Because I think those are, those are hybrids. The Ford Escapes are hybrids. Yours isn't. Mine isn't, but Ford makes the hybrid Escapes. I don't know. I, I, no, they do. You're telling me what they <laughs> I'm make. I'm telling you, yes, they make them. Really? <laughs> They're on my list. <laughs> um, so yeah, I would say I saw Toyota in that list pretty, pretty, you know, ran, um, pretty consistently. Okay. Like their third row hybrid, the High Highlander is on there too. So the Highlander would be comparable to the Ford Explorer. Correct. Yep. Because that has a th- third seating. As third well. row. Yep. Do you have that on your list? Um. Yeah, that's on the list. Okay. It's um for the best three three row hybrids. It's the number one is the Toyota Highlander. Number two is the Kia Sorento. And then number three is the Ford Explorer. Oh, okay. So. And then they have trucks as well? They do not have trucks on here, honest. Because I want to say the Ford Maverick, um, we were thinking about that because the, the uh, that yeah. seemed pretty nice. It reminded me of an old Ranger, a little smaller than the F-150s. But, I, I, you know, we looked at that. I looked at that a couple times. Um, still seemed pretty roomy and still spacious and... A lot better gas miles than than the F one fifties. I think I had the hybrid on there, so okay, okay, yeah. So it looks like the like Toyota Kia were up there a lot. Jeep had one or two on there. Ford had a couple on there. Lincoln had a couple. BMW, Lexus. So everybody's making them now. Yeah, and these are the hybrids. Correct. These are the hybrids. Everybody's making hybrids. Yeah. Now, Tesla doesn't do hybrids. Tesla, I think, is strictly electric, electric vehicles. Yep. Okay. Mm-hmm. That's why you're not hearing anything. People are people are going to be listening like, we're talking about, you know, the top vehicles, and they're like, why do they mention Tesla? Well, that, they don't have hybrids. Now, if you go to the electric vehicle list, I'm going to gather we're going to hear a little bit about Tesla on there. They're going to have to be on the list, I would assume. You're going to hear a little bit? <laughs> I think you're going to hear a lot about them. Well, they're they're yeah. I want to say they're that's their main business model. So yeah, yeah. So the best electric cars are the Chevy Bolt. Whoa, whoa, whoa! That, that, that I just want to make sure that's the one that caught, that was in danger of catching fire all the time, right? Um, I'm not sure. I think the I think <laughs> the Chevy it? Bolt one that that is was was the problem. So oh. uh, okay, best. Keep going. Chevy and then Bolt. we have a Kia Nero. I've never heard of that. A Nissan Leaf. A Nissan Leaf? <laughs> yeah. Mustang Mach E is on the SUV list, number three on the SUV list. Um, number two on the SUV list is a Kia EV6. And then number one is a Hyundai Ionic number five. Okay, so Tesla would be in the luxury vehicle oh, category. I could see that. <laughs> oh, we're fancy now. Yeah, they're the fancy cars. <laughs> so number one would be a Tesla Model 3. Number two is a BMW i4. And then number three is a Polestar number two. I've heard of Polestar. Um, they're new. They are? Oh, yeah. okay. And then you have... 
There's some by Lucid. There's a Lucid Air. And then you have a Genesis G80. Uh, looks like Genesis has a couple different models. And, you know, of course, so does Tesla. Right. Volvo's up there. Volvo? Yeah. Did uh, you say Volvo? Volvo. <laughs> Volvo? How do you pronounce it? Volvo. Volvo. <laughs> We're not saying the same <laughs> word. You're putting an A in it. He's putting an O. Volvo. 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 Not Volvo. Not Valvo. I'm not saying Val. I'm saying Vol. Volvo. Mikey. It's How do you say it? It's Volvo? (laughs) You screwed him up. A Volvo. V-O-L-V-O. Volvo. Yeah, where are you getting the A from? Where are you getting the A from? You're sounding an (laughs) A. You're sounding the A. No, I'm not. I'm saying Volvo. You are now. (laughs) <laughs> oh my goodness <laughs> she's screwing with us <laughs> you're gonna listen when this episode goes live you will listen to this and you're going to hear the difference okay all right all right i guess cadillac also has a couple jaguar what i know i totally <laughs> messed with that one what, up. what did you say <laughs> how do you jaguar jaguar it's jaguar Jaguar. Okay. Not Jagar. What? <laughs> Jagar. <laughs> Excuse me. I saw your Panthers, but where do you keep your Jagars? <laughs> oh my goodness. GMC actually has a Hummer EV as well. That's kind of scary, though. <laughs> Uh, it's not a it's not a true military Hummer. I'm telling you that. Well, now. yeah. <laughs> I, I don't know if I take that into combat. <laughs> All right, let's go. Uh, we're out of battery. <laughs> we missed the charging station back there. <laughs> <laughs> Mainly because they were firing at us, but you know. Oh. oh my goodness. We derailed real quick. On this we did, yeah. Oh we really did. So it sounds like everybody's making hybrids and EVs. Yeah. I didn't see any Chevy hybrids, though, on the list. Um, well, and, and I think that's what we're going to talk about. So that's, that's kind of the point of the show here a little bit with me is it's hybrid versus electric vehicles. Right. And I think my point is I think we're skipping a step through the process here. Okay. So, and we'll we'll go through that more as we go through. Now, you actually have a direct comparison with some of these vehicles, you know, modeled uh, not model to model, of course. Now, where do they come with a leaf? I don't know. I want to know how some of these companies get their names. <laughs> well, so most vehicles are ma- named after a lot of them are going after like animals or something like that. Yeah. Okay. But. So if you take like the, the you know, Ford Mustang. It's know, a horse. Right. Um, the Explorer is a little bit different, but, you know, Explorer Expedition is like a search kind of deal. It, you you kind of see where they're going with that. You know, it's an SUV. You can go off ter- off road exploring. Yeah. I can yeah. see that. Then you have, what else, what else do you have for? The Ford Bronco, mm-hmm. so that you have different there, and then what? Like, what did you? What are like a Corolla? Um, I know the Corolla, Corolla is a sedan, right? Yeah. 
Um, but you, I mean, it, I guess you just, you know, I don't know what a Corolla is either, but it's been around so long. Like Ford had a Pinto. That was, a, it's a, it's a horse, you know. Oh, okay. Oh, when I hear Pinto, I think of Pinto Bean, but okay. No, it's not me. <laughs> well, now they might come back with a Pinto and mean Pinto Beans, because now they're coming out with a leaf. Yeah. Uh, are we going to have a Peapod model here coming out? I don't know. <laughs> Let's hope not. <laughs> Well, some of those, I mean, some of the names are starting to get out there. And I noticed that with it, if it's an EV vehicle, they say it's an EV6 or EV. They lost their creativity there. Yeah. <laughs> so what's the what's the comparison you have here? Okay. So the one that we're going to have is a Toyota RAV4 Hybrid. Okay. And that's versus what? Versus the Toyota BZ4X. Yeah, see, you just put letters together. <laughs> I don't like. <laughs> I think they just left their catwalk on their keyboard for that one. Right, right. very well could be. Okay, so, so let's let's kind of break it down. So those they're both a Toyota model, correct? So what's the mileage? Uh, the mileage for a hybrid is going to be forty-one city, thirty-eight highway. Oh, that's not bad. Yeah, and then for the BZ4X, they have a two hundred and fifty-two mile range. Okay, that's that's actually a pretty good range for a for an EV. Yeah, that's actually. I, um, yeah, I think that's about standard. I think that's standard or a little bit. I, I yeah. So they are moving up. Okay. Correct. Now the price. So the for the Rav Four, um, the MSRP starts at two twenty five. Or no, I'm sorry, <laughs> thirty one thousand two twenty five. Okay, right, uh, so, so that's the RAV4. That's the RAV4. 31... 225. 225, so 31,000. Yeah. Okay. And then for the BZ4X, their starting price is 42,000. So... Roughly 11,000. 11,000 more. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. And then we'll also cover, you know, the extra costs that go with... Right, no, I'm just talking about the vehicle for right, right now. Let's yep. let's just go over the vehicle. Okay. Um, so that's, you know, so if you're going from hybrid to a full electric is more expensive. Yeah, I mean... Okay. Yeah, there's a lot more that goes on with that, so yeah, it's going to be more expensive. <laughs> okay, what's the next one you have list for the comparison? Uh, the next one, we have a Ford Escape Hybrid. Versus okay. the Ford Lightning. Um, and that's kind of hard to compare because they're an SUV versus a truck. But I don't, Ford didn't have an SUV EV. They only have the hybrid. Are you sure? Yeah. They didn't have an electric vehicle for a. Um, well, I guess the Mach E, uh, that's a compact yeah, the, SUV. Well, that's an SUV. That would be more comparable than, that, than the F 150. Oh, okay, yeah. So a Ford Escape Hybrid gets 42 miles city and then 36 miles highway. Okay, say that again. 42 city. 42 city. 36 highway. That's not bad either, is it? No. I mean, that's right up there with uh, the RAV4. Okay, and what's the price for that? Uh, that starts off at 33340 Okay, so, and I just pulled up the Mach-E. Okay. So this is the 2023 Mach, uh, Ford Mustang Mach-E. Okay. Um, it, it seats five. Oh, okay. 
Um, the starting price on that is $42,995. Oh, wow. So what's so the price difference there? Um, roughly er, about 10000 So about 10000 Yeah. Now, here's where the difference is. The miles on the Mach-E mm-hmm. um, are 321 miles. Oh, wow. So they're starting to go up there. Yeah. <laughs> well, like, yeah, because the Ford Lightning is only 240. Well, that's also a truck. So, yeah, it's the bigger vehicle, less miles. Well, and that I think that's kind of the problem with a lot of these electric vehicles is if you want to get the extended range, you're going to, it's going to cost you in, you know, space in the vehicle and towing capacity, things like that. Yeah. So, <laughs> you know, you got to take that into consideration as well. Mm-hmm. So, and then what else you got? So, the other one, because I, I also like Honda, um, so they have your, which is going to be, and this is comparable to the Escape, which is the Honda CRV hybrid. Okay. Um, they get 43 city, 36 highway. So, that's... That's still pretty good. Yeah. And then their, their starting price is 33650 33,000. Okay. So, so it sounds like they're the the hybrids are right around the 30 to 35,000 dollar range mm-hmm. um, for for a standard. Yeah. Now if you get bells and whistles and things like that, I'm sure they're going to go up. Yeah. If you want to spend more money, you definitely can. <laughs> you can, yeah. <laughs> no, no dealership is going to say, no, no, <laughs> we don't want your money. Yeah. Now, interesting, I found that um, Honda doesn't actually have a EV vehicle coming out until 2024. Oh, interesting. Yeah, okay. which is the Honda Prologue. Okay. So they're saying that it should be between 200 and 270 miles. And then their starting price would be forty five thousand. Again, it's so it sounds like the EVs are anywhere from forty forty, forty one, forty two thousand up to like fifty, fifty five. Correct. Yep. Okay. So right off the bat it tell that tells you that the electric vehicles are gonna run you a bit more out out of pocket. Okay. Yes they are. Alright. So that's a uh, kinda Kind of cool the way you could kind of see the numbers are. The numbers, yeah. So now let's go into electrical in- infrastructure on some of these. <laughs> yeah. So <laughs> now you did a lot of research on this one, I know. I did, yeah. So now you take the price that we just talked about, right? Mm-hmm. Now there are added tr- added prices for... Now you also have hybrid plugins, which you could plug into and that... You know, that it, it's kind of uh, moving a little bit more into EVs, but they plug in, you use your power first and go from there. Right. So we're not going to cover a lot of those vehicles. Those are kind of a hybrid, hybrid kind of deal. So, no, but the electrical infrastructure, what did you find out? Because your story said it too. And the story said about the cost for um, a charging station at home or at your work can cost anywhere up to ten to fifteen thousand to get those installed. Holy so. cow! So, so even on the low end, you're talking ten thousand dollars. Yeah. So 
and that depends on what type of home you have too. If you have an older home that doesn't quite have, you know, the newer electrical systems, it could cost you more than say a newer home that probably has better electrical wiring and stuff and stuff like that so oh, can you can you imagine getting this vehicle <laughs> home and going i just spent a lot of money on this i'm gonna help uh, you, i'm gonna help the environment <laughs> i'm gonna help the environment this is gonna be great and then you know you go to you know get to the box which is another ten thousand dollars and your electrical person comes in and says <laughs> um because codes have changed your box won't handle this we need to upgrade your 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 electrical box we need mm-hmm. to do this do that you're talking upgrading electrical could be, you know, another ten to a hundred thousand mm-hmm. yeah. dollars on a home that is not worth it. Right. <laughs> like you, you see some of these homes, like for example, South Omaha or something like those. Those are going to be your older houses, like built in the 1950s. Those are going to take a lot more, you know, electrical upgrades than your homes that were built even in the early 2000s. Right, right. And even some of the hotel, or <laughs> hotels, even some of the houses built in the early 2000s may not have a better electrical system than these houses built in the 2020s. Well, and, and we're experiencing that. We know that firsthand because our garages run on a lower amp than is what is now run in houses. Right. So we're in the process of upgrading our garage to be the higher amperage so I could run some of my power tools out there because so I don't keep you know <laughs> you know flipping breakers out yeah. there, right? <laughs> yeah. So we we're understanding that firsthand. Um yeah, that that's that can get expensive. It can. And Holy then cow. there's you know different levels of chargers. There's like level one, level two Level three, I think there's like at least four levels. Of what are the levels? Difference. There's one, two, three, and four. Well, I know, but I, you're, those are numbers, so. Um, it's going to be your voltage. Like your level two is going to be a 240 voltage. Okay, so that's basically what your washing machine, or if you have a hot tub, that's what those run off mm-hmm. of. And then a level three is going to be at least a 480 voltage. Holy cow, that's using a lot of power. Yeah. That's going to be the fastest way to charge your vehicle. So that's well, and that you're going to pay more for it too. So right. So and, and we're in the process of um, deciding on a hot tub, and our choice is a plug-and-play, which is a, a one ten, mm-hmm. or getting one that's two forty. And everything that I've seen is a one ten is great. Um, it does take twice as long to heat up yeah. as a two forty, which which makes sense. Right. Okay. And there's also you lose a little features with it. So sometimes a one ten um, can you? It can heat it, but it might not be able to operate all the pumps at the same time. Yeah. The two forty, you get a lot more power. So I, I yeah, I, I can totally understand mm-hmm. that. Yeah. So the more power, but I mean that's a lot of juice. That's <laughs> a lot of juice, and you're probably not gonna. Ha- you know, most people aren't probably gonna have those level three in their homes. Those are gonna be like at your, you know, because we saw one at that um, parking garage the other day or parking lot the other day. Um, they had those, so I'm I'm assuming those would probably be your level three or four chargers. Oh, okay, I see that. Well, now I I have an interesting question. Um, we have a few friends. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's just a few. Um, what about 
people who live in apartment living? Um, what do they do? I mean, if, if you're assigned a parking <laughs> spot, do you, do you so you'll have to go to the apartment complex and say, yeah, I'd like an EV. I'm sure you're going to have to pay for it. Yeah. Um, they're going to probably charge you out the out the wang to do it. It's not going to get done right away. And then what happens if, I mean, now they can't reassign that parking spot. So, you know, if they, it kind of makes a problem there, doesn't it? Yeah. If you, you um, you're in an apartment, you sign a you sign a two year lease. Okay, most leases are about a year, but I mean, with that, I would say I would almost if I was an apartment person, I'd say I need at least a two year if I'm going to do this. Yeah. So you sign a two year lease, and then they move out, and then you have another tenant that moves in. Well, now that parking spot can't go to that apartment anymore if that person doesn't have an electric vehicle. And if someone else comes in afterwards and say, well, yeah, about electric vehicle, I see you have a spot there. Are they going to charge that person more money to use that spot? They might, yeah. I mean, I would think they would since it cost them more to install that. Well, it's already installed. The person well, before paid for it. Yeah, that's but true. But now it's an amenity <laughs> there. So I, I just I think it could get complicated, can't it? I would think so, yeah. It could get very complicated. So. so, and if you're a renter in a house, and then you move, I mean, <laughs> you, do you just rip that out and take it with you, or? Yeah, I don't know how that would work. See, there's, there's, I have more questions than I have answers for, for that. And I think most people, though, you know, like, renting apartments, like, your average person is probably not going to be able to afford an EV. But you want to save the environment. <laughs> yeah, but you can't, you probably can't afford it if you're living in a, an apartment. <laughs> Well, I don't know. I know people that I, I know people that can't afford it that live in an apartment because they move around so much that mm. you know they you know put any contractor out there. They make a lot of money. They live in an apartment because a they don't want the maintenance of the house. Yeah, they don't want to have to. Get, I'm I'm not home enough to 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 mow the lawn every time. <laughs> you know, yeah, I, that's true. I, I, I see, there's a lot of perks for living in an apartment. I don't think. I, I don't think the the EV path is is really good for that yet. I the infrastructure is so. not there yet. Yeah, our infrastructure is definitely not there yet. <laughs> well, and and I think we, you covered in the story as well where that guy like had to like drop off his EV vehicle. Yeah, he had to drop it off at a Ford dealership, and I can't remember if he had to either rent a new vehicle or I think he just had to rent a new vehicle from that dealership to continue on to his trip. Okay. Because he couldn't find enough charging stations where he was traveling through to charge his vehicle. <laughs> well, and, and I think that's my my uh, my comparison would be the railroad. So when we wanted trains to go from one side of the country to the other, we had to lay tracks. We had to you know we had to put the infrastructure in and then move it out there. Right. Same thing with power. You you know when you're building houses and things like that, you got to get all the power, all those lines run in there and figure out where they all need to go. Then you can start building and, and start building the houses around it. You can't build the house and then you know <laughs> run all the power and say, oh, oops, we we kind of put this house in the way. <laughs> yeah. You know you couldn't you you don't get a train halfway across the United States and say, ah, oh, well. Yeah, we'll just keep going. Maybe we could make it, even though there's no tracks. Yeah. <laughs> you have to have the charging stations. You have to have all that in there. Yeah. And, I mean, you think for a lot of these 
places like the truck stops and stuff and gas stations along the interstates, I mean, they could probably afford it, but these smaller towns that people may be traveling through probably can't afford it. Well, let's put it in perspective here. So electric vehicles are new. Mm-hmm. You know, there's, when you go into one of these towns, if you go through a town where there is no, they don't have electric vehicles. They don't have any of that. Everybody's, everybody's using diesel or, or gas. Mm-hmm. And they're a small town. I've been to these small towns where they've had like two pumps. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, there, there's two pumps. They have diesel and then regular gas. Mm-hmm. And it's a small little podunk town. Yeah. They don't have, I mean, why would they spend 15, well, I'm sure those, the class three is going to be more expensive, you know, even charging, you know, fast charging is still going to be, you're talking hours, I'm sure. Oh yeah. You're talking, you know, I mean, cause like in the story, the guy, it took, um, two hours to charge it to 90%. Okay. So So yeah, we're talking two hours. (laughs) So, so that just increases, like, your travel time, too, you know? I mean, you've got to take into account your travel time, your charging time. Right. But what I'm saying is this Podunk gas station might not want to spend twenty twenty five thousand dollars $25,000 to put in an EV station that may never actually get used. Yeah. I mean, I have to look at it as a cost-effective. Now, if I had, you know, 15 EVs that are coming through a day, I might that might be worth it, mm-hmm. but... You know, and then I'm going to put it up for what one possible person that might pass through town. Yeah. And then, let's be honest, I've got to deal with this guy for two hours. <laughs> yeah. I mean, there's only, you know, so much you can browse through that little convenience store for two hours. <laughs> now, if there's a restaurant there, yeah, that might be a, a good selling point because you know <laughs> they come through an EV you know, with an electric vehicle, they're going to be stuck there for a while. So, yeah. you know. <laughs> eat, and, eat and charge. <laughs> eat and charge, yeah. Yeah. But I still can't even imagine sitting in a restaurant eating for two hours. No. I Maybe mean, an hour at most, but not two. No, we travel a lot. Mm-hmm. We do. We travel. We stop at the gas station. It's, you go to, the, you know, go to the bathroom, grab some snack foods, grab a pop, grab something. While you're filling up the vehicle... And you're in and out of there in maybe 15, 20 20 minutes. minutes. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. (laughs) I just, I, for me, it just wouldn't be worth it, you know? And so now we've gone to Pueblo, right? That's where Mm -hmm. Susie lives. Right. And Susie listens to the show. So Mm -hmm. we'll go out there and it takes, what, nine hours to drive out there? Yeah. So. I would think to go out there, we would have to charge probably three or four times. Yeah. And that could make it into a 20-hour trip, probably, you know? Well, yeah, so now you got nine hours. Normally, it takes us about nine hours to get there. Mm-hmm. And now you're going to add four stops of two hours each. Yeah. So now you're going to add an extra eight hours on there. Mm-hmm. So, you know, now we're, now we're at 17 hours. Yeah. You can't get there, you know, we can't leave here in the morning and get there in the evening like we were. Right. So that, to me, that's a problem. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. And I'm and not, I'm, I'm not going to buy, I'm not going to buy an electric vehicle 
only to have to rent another vehicle or get another <laughs> source of a vehicle every time I want to go to vacation to go visit Susie or, you know, go visit, you know, your family in Kentucky or Arkansas or, or whatever it is. Yeah. Arkansas is the same way. It took us about nine hours to get down there. Mm-hmm. Um, that it, you're, you're doubling the trip. We're, we're going to have to rest somewhere. Yeah. And you're going to have to rest for, for a while. <laughs> so, right. yeah. But, I don't know. Okay. So traveling, it's, it's not looking good for the uh, EVs. Correct. So, but hybrids are, are, are looking pretty good there. You run out of the, the you know, the electric power, even in the plugins, mm-hmm. you know, you're, you're back on gas and you're, you're ready to go. Exactly. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, so, so I guess another part of the problem that the guy ran into um, was at the smaller charging stations, the chargers didn't work. <laughs> uh, well, well it's, so. uh, it's electrical. And so, yeah, things yeah. happen. <laughs> so. And the more you use electrical and plug in and out, mm-hmm. you're going to wear things. That's Those yeah. plugs, I mean, every time we unplug and plug our charger, we've worn out plugs doing that, too. Yeah, and the cords. And, and the cords and, and stuff yeah. like that. Now, we were reading that those cords, how much were those cords, Mikey? Like, what, almost $3,000? Yeah. So the people are stealing those cords. Yeah. So those cords, if you have to, if someone steals your cord to plug in your vehicle, that's $3,000. That's a lot of money to replace a cord. <laughs> that's expensive. Yeah. And, you know, people are, you know, unfortunately, criminals are smart. You know, they're going to. Well, that's uh, debatable, but. <laughs> I'll, I'll keep going. <laughs> well, you know, I mean, if someone gets their charging cord, like, stolen or whatever, you know, you have to replace it. Yep. You know, it's like catalog furters. You know, you have to get it replaced. They're going to come hit you again. Right. <laughs> so then you're going to have to pay to have it replaced again. <laughs> and, you well, know. <laughs> that, that, that probably is true. If they, well, here's the thing. Those cores will wear out. Yeah. They're not, you don't buy a cord and that's going to be perfect. Yeah. Anybody who's bought an extension cord knows that. <laughs> yeah. Hopefully you get a little bit smarter after the first one's stolen and you're like secured a little bit better. But well, they have padlocks and stuff yeah. like that, but, you know, bolt cutters and you're, you're good to go. I mean, exactly. unfortunately, you have that. That's $3,000 that are sitting out there. And I watched a couple of videos. It takes like no time to steal yeah. it. So. Yeah. That's kind of crazy that that's, uh, that's the deal there. And I think there's um, there's no standard plug for it. Yeah. I mean, what I read also is each manufacturer has, um, well, I know Tesla has a different type of plug versus a Kia or a Toyota or even a Ford. Right. So then, you know, part of the problem is you have to get converters for those. Right. And those are eventually going to wear out. Right. You know, I'm sure they might not cost $3,000, but they're still going to wear out over time. Right. So. No, I can understand that, too. Yeah. So, so the problem that you have with those standard plugs is um, they're, they're an adapter to it, which can lead us into our next problem with the hazards that we have. Mm-hmm. So with lithium-ion batteries... They get hot, and man, when they go, they go. <laughs> they go quickly too. <laughs> so even the fire departments, you know, are saying, make sure you're using the approved stuff on there. Yeah. Well, some of those, 
some of the approved stuff are so expensive. Like if I went to Samsung and bought a charger for my phone rather than the universal one down at Big Lots, mm-hmm. I'm going to pay a lot more for it. That, yeah. And I'm sorry, <laughs> I'm, I'm out so much money already. I'm going to try and save costs a little bit, right? Right. So I'm going to get I'm going to get one that will work, but that can cause a hazard to it, right? Yeah. I mean, I guess one of the big things that people don't realize is how, you know, if you're in an accident, that battery is going to go boom a lot quicker. <laughs> well, yeah. So there, there's, there are certain things with, with gas engines we understood, we've learned where to put a gas tank, where to do that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. Now, the problem with it is these battery packs if they get compromised, and most likely they're going to get a comp- a compromised in an accident, there is a greater chance that that electric vehicle will catch on fire than your any of your other vehicles. Right. So your gas vehicle, you would think that would be the opposite, wouldn't it? You know, gas is a combustible fuel. When it gets in an accident, you know, but no, we have safety features because we've been doing it so long. Mm-hmm. These electric vehicles, and I think the one one video we watched of the fire chief, um, they make these batteries, you know, in a compartment that's really that don't they don't want moisture or anything to get in there. Yeah, which which is correct. The problem is when it catches on fire, you need to get water. They need to put water <laughs> on there. And I, I think, Mikey, we went through how much water did it take for an electric vehicle? Uh, 20,000 to 40,000 gallons, gallons of water. And for a regular vehicle, for a gas vehicle? 500 to 1,000. That's a huge difference. Yeah. Now, you're no longer saving the environment. You're draining a lake. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And, you know, I mean, we not only that, but, you know, a lot of parking garages that are two or three levels won't allow you to pull in there. Well, you can't get a fire truck in there first yeah. and foremost. They, those are cramped areas. Yeah. And we watched a couple of videos of the batteries exploding, right, and yeah. catching fire and catching the nearby fi- cars on fire, right? Exactly. And can you imagine how quickly that would spread? Oh, yeah. Can you imagine <laughs> a parking garage? You have an electric vehicle that you park next to someone. I mean, what happens when I park and then I go in there, I go shopping, and then I'm coming out you know, with, my, with whatever I bought there, and because some guy that parked an electric vehicle next to us and they overheated, yeah. um, caught fire and burned my car down. Yeah. And then the car next to him, that car. <laughs> I, you know, now I'm subject to penalties for that. Right. I'm hoping yeah. their insurance will cover it. But then now I got to go through the insurance. Now I'm like, how do I get home? Now oh. it's caught, you know, there's a lot of in- issues that happen when you have an accident like that. Yeah. We didn't even look at an insurance cost for EVs. Well, I'm, oh. I'm going to gather if that's the case, that might be something we, you know... Hit on we, in the future, yeah. Yeah. That's kind of crazy. So, I guess, you know, that's a lot of water. So. Yeah. And the thing I noticed about the parking um, parking lot that we were in the other day, they had it, but the EV stations were in the corner and away they were... Away from all other vehicles. Away from the, all the other vehicles, and it was an open lot. So, there wasn't like a... It wasn't a two-story lot. Oh, yeah. Okay. I, well, I think the lot went down, but it didn't go up. Right, right. So, so yeah, so they have to, you know, that's what one thing they have to think about is the placement for that. Mm-hmm. And, like I said, every time I've seen those EV stations now, 
they are now moving those away from other vehicles. Yeah. <laughs> so that would go back to my apartment living too. Mm-hmm. So if I go back to apartment living, if I see an EV parked next to me, what if what if I know there's an increased fire risk? I don't want a chance that I go to the apartment complex say I'm not comfortable parking next to a an, a, an electric vehicle because there's a chance it'll catch fire and I don't want my vehicle to burn down. Well, and the apartment complex could go as far as they don't want them there because they don't want the apartment buildings to catch well, yeah, on fire. Cause, yeah, because <laughs> that, that might be a risk for them. So they yeah. might they it, it's they might have to say, sorry, we can't do that here because you know it's it's a fire hazard, right? Right. I mean, because you know, a lot of the apartment complexes they don't allow certain types of grills because of the fire risk. Oh yeah, that is so, true. So. I wonder if they even well, have Cal- them. California is going all electric, <laughs> so I wonder how that's going to play into there. Yeah, they may have to have them. They they may have to. It may may, may cause some some redesigns for parking lots and stuff for yeah. that too. I so, still can't believe they're doing that. <laughs> well, it's it's the lithium ion batteries. That's yeah. what the problem. Now, Mikey, you looked up a lithium ion mine. Yes, I did. So, what did you think? Now, we looked up. The oil rigs, and we looked up the lithium-ion mines. What did you think? You know, I think when we dig for lithium ions, I, th- I think that is not good for the earth. So what it, did you see? I mean, you you explain it. You you looked at the pictures. When I saw it, it was a giant hole in the in the earth, and it looked like it had like um, layers on it. Different well, yeah. layers. So different. it has different layers. What that is is, so when you dig down, they have the trucks that go down there. So what you're seeing those tiers are, are the roads that are going up. Oh. You see what I'm saying? So okay. they need, you know, the trucks need to get in there and get them pulled out because these mines are so huge. And I'm talking huge. Like, oh, yeah. I'm not talking like some of them can, can span, you know, a mile to five miles wide. Oh my! So they're not—they're not some small. Now I know Rebecca, you were looking up on the, the lithium-ion mines as well, right? Right. What did you find out? Well, I found out that we only have one um, that is operational in the U.S., which is in Nevada. Okay. Um, we have one oper- operational rare earth element mine in okay. California. So, I so mean... really only one lithium mine in the U.S. Yeah. So that's just another thing that we're dependent on another country for. <laughs> well, yeah. So, <laughs> you we, know? so in order to get the lithium ion, I, I'm, I'm going to tell you right now, if our push is to go to electric vehicles, one lithium ion mine is not, probably not going to do it. And you know what was kind of interesting is that the country of Chile holds the world... The world's largest lithium reserve. Okay. Yeah, followed by I think it was Australia. So I could assume <laughs> war is good. so it's 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 a fuel source, source yeah. right? So that's why the Middle East is constantly being fought over because it has oil. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I hate to say it, but that's why Ukraine is getting fought over as well because they they have a good oil reserve there as well. Oh, okay. You know, so you know. Some of that, like Chernobyl, what is a nuclear power plant that was, you know, up there as well. That's in Ukraine territory now. Mm-hmm. But 
we fight over the energy source. So chili, you know, it's coming. <laughs> it's coming. And, and that's where it's going to go, and you're you're the largest. I'd I'd put a hush on that real quick. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, I I don't know. I just we're going to be dependent on other countries. So all of our money, we're going to be supporting other countries instead of U.S. based. Yeah. So it's just I don't know. I don't. Is that saving the environment? I wouldn't think so. No. <laughs> so we're going to buy from another country, and then they're going to ship it here. Yeah. I know boats aren't electric, right? Right. <laughs> so in, even to transport that lithium or the product over here, we're still using fossil fuels. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> so, yeah. I mean, I I get where some people, you know, want to help save the environment, but, I mean, we're still using you know, the fossil fuels to transport it, to produce it, to transport it to all the different manufacturers and charging stations. I just. Okay. So let, let me ask you this. What, what are the pros for electric vehicles then? Um, they say some of the pros are no fuel. Well, that's, that's a lie <laughs> because it does take fuel. Yeah. It takes electricity, which is on the grid. Yeah. Which most of our fuel source is going to be uh, coal or nuclear energy. Mm-hmm. Mostly, most of the time it's going to be coal, though. Right. So we're all coal-based. So your coal's fossil fuels. That's <laughs> yeah. still the same same as gas. Yeah. So you're. Yeah, I understand that you know, you're plugging in and using it as electricity instead of having an internal combustion engine, but the resource still comes from coal yeah so that's that's not really no fuel yeah um and one of the other pros that they say are less maintenance and better performance so so and i have to question those as well so so let's look at it less maintenance you want vehicle you want maintenance yeah (laughs) i don't care what it is you have to have maintenance and maintenance could be just something looking at something right Maybe if they did a little more maintenance on these, maybe we'd have less car fires. Yeah. So I don't know if that, I don't know if saying less maintenance, because that's going to tell people, ah, don't worry about it. Right. Well, then if something goes wrong, they didn't, they didn't catch it in time. That, that's like a leak in your house. If you got, you get a little small leak in your house, find out where it's going from, do a little maintenance there to do it. You don't just patch it up and, and, and just walk away because then next thing you know the whole wall falls off because it's been <laughs> leaking for 12 years yeah <laughs> it's crazy so okay and then um better what did you say better performance better performance yeah uh, batteries are heavy i don't think they're <laughs> there yet i mean i get that there's no i don't know i mean i i'm on the fence on that one i i'm going to give electric vehicles better performance only because I don't have the research to counteract that argument. Okay. So I'm going to give it to them. That's All fair right. enough. <laughs> um, I will also get them no pollutants. Right. Um, to a certain point. To a certain point, because you're still... I still look at a lithium-ion <laughs> mine and think that is not good for the environment. Right. <laughs> and then, I hate to say it, but the they have to make the electric parts. Yeah. They That's still... It's. I hate to say it, but... You're going to take a raw material like lithium. You're going to have to grind it down. That's going to be dust and everything else. 
If you're saying that there's no pollutant there, that means you could take those batteries once they're done and just throw them in the regular trash and be fine, right? I probably wouldn't throw the one of those just in the trash. <laughs> well, but then you're polluting, right? Yeah. <laughs> so what happens to those batteries after they're done? That's a good question. So I understand there might not be any emissions that are leaked from the vehicle or anything like that. But if that battery breaks open or something happens where it's compromised, isn't that bad for the environment? You would think so. And maybe... And then the disposal, or we're going to have like this toxic dump for all these electric vehicle batteries. That doesn't sound good for the environment. Yeah, because lithium batteries, they have a special way that they have to be recycled. So I'm guessing another good research would be, you know, the how to recycle them. To me, that sounds like more money. Yeah. <laughs> hate to say it, but so I think, I think, I think the point I think we're going to get here is I don't think we're ready for electric vehicles. No. I, I think we're skipping the step and missing the hybrids. Yeah. I think we need to go with the hybrids. We could, we can still utilize a lot of the electric vehicle features. Mm-hmm. We can still utilize maybe half the batteries so we're not wasting so much until we can start getting them refined to get better efficiency out of them and better understanding on, you know, because technology is constantly changing. Right. So, you know, as we start exploring to make batteries more efficient and longer life, something like that, maybe using less of them and still use what already is existing to keep us moving forward. Mm Mm-hmm. I really think that's the way we should do it. I think we're missing the, the, we're skipping a step. And I yeah. think any, like, Tesla started with electric vehicles. I get that they're, that's what they did. But some of these other manufacturers that are just trying to skip hybrids and going right into electric vehicles, I think that's a mistake. Uh, I think, I think a lot of companies are losing a lot of money on their, I think I heard somewhere Ford was losing like billions. Yeah, I think they're EV. all, and they all are. Yeah. So it's it's not just Ford. I'm not going to pick on Ford because all of them are down, including Tesla. Mm-hmm. The you know, so it, it's not just one company. And and the problem is, is they're expensive. They're dropping the prices. Um, I want to say a lot of these. I think they understood there was going to be a loss. So I think it was kind of, it's not like they said, oh, well, okay, that cost us. <laughs> I think it was, I think a lot of these were planned. A lot of mm-hmm. them, they knew, well, you know, it's, it takes money to make money. Yeah, it that's really true. Does. But <laughs> so we're going to do this. We're going to lose this amount of money. And then they're like, okay, well, uh, yeah, that's, it's worth the cost. Let's try it. Oh. Um, we're, we're hoping that it'll pay out for us. And then when you get to the end of the road, then they have to make a decision. Do we continue down this path and, and can, you know, is it going to cost us more money? Are we going to, how much money are we going to lose or where, where do we cut, cut and run? Yeah. And I'm, I'm, I'm pretty sure that a lot of the companies will start, start to cut and run from that. And I'm pretty sure California will start backing out of the, you know, all, all our vehicles electric, have yeah. to be electric <laughs> by this state. I, I just don't understand that. I, 
Their grid can't handle what they're having yeah, now. They exactly. have rolling blackouts. <laughs> yeah. So, sorry, we need you guys to conserve energy because our power grid can't handle it, but we need to put every vehicle on a power grid. Yeah. I'm sorry I can't go to work today because I couldn't charge my vehicle because the power grid won't work. Right. That Texas storm that you know, froze their, their wind um, energy Cut down years, a lot. Yeah. yeah, a couple of years ago, cut a lot of their power down. They had, you know, all of a sudden they had blackouts. Yeah, you know, extreme heat and extreme cold is not a battery's friend. It's not. <laughs> so you got to take that in consideration on where you live. Exactly. So, I don't. Yeah, so we'll touch on that later. <laughs> I think we will, but I think the point is stop with the electric vehicles, push hybrids really work hybrids where you could start working an extended battery life mm-hmm. with the backup of the of the gas so you're you're using you're utilizing both and what you do if you want to phase out gas vehicles you're going to have to do it slowly it's like smoking you can't cut <laughs> you know cold turkey yeah you know it's just anybody that, that that has smoked a cigarette can tell you the same thing you don't just decide, oh, I'm just going to put the, you know, they, that's why nicotine patches and all these other, you know, all these programs are in there for smokers because it's addictive and it's hard to do. I hate to say it, but we're addicted to the gas engines and it's going to be hard to, to get off of. It really is. It is, yeah. <laughs> so we're going to have to wean ourselves off it and we're going to have to go slow. Throwing electric vehicles and causing more problems down the road isn't the answer. So, yeah, this is a tough subject. So um, I think we have a lot for our after show. Oh, yeah. We, def- think- <laughs> we have a lot of stuff that we didn't even think about. So I'm yeah. just I'm thinking more in my head more and more as we were talking here. <laughs> we're going to save that. Save those thought bubbles for the after show. Okay. <laughs> more to come. A lot more to come. A lot more to come, I think. Okay. So... If you want to hear more, join us on the after show. For the main show, this is going to be it. All righty. Bye, everybody. Bye.